Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is 17 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And we are joined in the WIBC studios by the great Matt Bear, hey. traffic maestro extraordinaire, and Ryan Hedrick from the WIBC newsroom. All right, you guys have a new podcast out, and I know you've been doing this for a while, but I've, I've been a bad friend. I've been lazy. And then I think I saw Matt post a new episode, and I said, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go check out the Supporting Sobriety podcast. And it is so good and so well done and i told casey said we have to get these guys mm-hmm. on this show because not only is it compelling uh listening it's going to save lives and so i just wanted to give you guys a segment to talk about this podcast and i guess you know ryan i'll start with you because i had no idea like i know you were kind of buddies in the office but we're not like hanging out at a bellagio together i had no idea the struggles you had had with drug addiction and I'm curious how you guys decided to do this and put this out there because it's hard for people of prominence or known people to admit I have these very serious, you know, in many cases, embarrassing issues. Yeah, there are a lot of people in our industry that have actually lost almost entire careers from addiction. I worked in Baltimore in 2007 and 2008. I was fired from there, fired from stations in in Washington, D.C., twice fired in uh, stations in Kansas. I mean, I, I... derailed my career smoking crack drinking doing meth and all that and i i didn't realize i had a problem through all that stuff through the many treatment centers i spent my time in and and uh, all the people that told me i had problems and stuff like that and when i came to indianapolis i realized that matt was in recovery through cryptic tweets that he was sending out <laughs> you, oh, you so you've cryptically tweeted with matt as well i i, I haven't and i reached out to our <laughs> boss david wood and, and i said how can you connect me and this guy on a deeper level and it didn't take any amount of time before we were having coffee at the coat check on mass avenue talking yeah. about our experiences in recovery and bonding through experience strength and hope and that's what drew me to him matt i i knew you before you got help i knew you the couple opportunities you went that didn't go so great and now i look at you now and you look like a, I tell you this every day you look like a million damn dollars and everybody was cheerleading for you all the people that work here and i'm just curious you know when ryan approached you with this because i know you're a very private person did you have hesitancy of putting your story out there? I did, but I didn't. The thing was, we talk, and we just got done talking about this a little bit. Um, when we tell our stories in this sobriety, supporting sobriety podcast, um, they're like second nature to us because that's what we do in recovery. We talk about all these horrible things we've done and all this horrible behavior that we presented. And but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you were drunk on the air here. I, yeah. People know, people know that you have an issue. And so combining the two, I, I was able to think, okay, maybe we can actually help somebody with this. But but for me, the mystery was already out. There was no unwinding that clock. I mean, people know that I'm an alcoholic, and now I'm an alcoholic in recovery. But I was I was straight up intoxicated on the air trying to do traffic, and, mm-hmm. and I remember that. Ryan Hedrick and Matt Bearer are guests. They have a new fabulous podcast. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts, supporting sobriety. It's just, it's just so great. Casey, go ahead. Ryan, I was listening to uh, the podcast yesterday, and— 
and I was just amazed at the stories that you were telling. And the one that struck me the most, I think, was the turning point for you. Mm-hmm. And that's when you said that you walked home backwards. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell our listeners about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I was living in Santa Monica, and it's the first time that the turning point was my mother realized I had a problem. I had uh, injected myself with way too much crystal meth my dealer um wanted to get me high so he could get me out of his apartment because i was there for several days and i had to be at a job so he injected me for the first time i walked backwards down santa monica boulevard to Ticketmaster, where i was a, a call center operator because i didn't want anybody to attack me from behind because methamphetamine puts you into psychosis yeah uh, and, and because you were paranoid, I was. Oh yeah, I was super paranoid. Yep. And uh, I arrived at Ticketmaster and got fired about five minutes later because they saw how high I was. But you know that was really the turning point where my mom's like, "I know he's partying, but now it's a problem, yeah. and now I have to take action." Is part of what this podcast, Matt? I'll, I'll go with you first. Is part of the goal with this podcast for people to hear you guys who that you're in their living rooms every day you're in their homes every day your trusted voices in terms of obviously traffic and the news and that you guys say look this can be anybody that this impacts and anybody can actually recover from it it's the people behind the people that we want to help the people behind the addicts and alcoholics like ryan and i and when we're talking about supporting sobriety i put my family through so much with my alcoholism and my behavior. And I said things to my father. It's all profanity lace, so I can't say it on the air here, but just some horrendous, terrible things. And I, I think through that experience, and Ryan and I talk about this all the time, that maybe we could talk about, hey, here are some action things you can do to help the addict and alcoholic like us. Because my parents didn't know what to do because they didn't have anybody else in the family like me. I mean, it was a culture of drinking. We all drank all the time. We partied. They still party. But to this day, they hadn't seen anything like the way I drink. So it's able to help them out. It's able to help out people that aren't familiar with fentanyl and don't know that there are drugs. I just learned this a couple minutes ago. There are drugs out there that Narcan can't help. It's amazing. It is amazing. And so we look at those guys and say, okay, let's let's give some information from our experience. We're speaking from ourselves. We're not speaking as people that get paid to help recovery people. We are in recovery ourselves, and that's hopefully how we can help. Yeah, out. I do want to like reiterate that this is not a war story podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not hammering home how devastating addiction is. We're offering hope, yeah. and we have people that are talking about people that they love and how to help them. I think the more we could reinforce the solution, the better the podcast will be. You know what's crazy is when I heard you guys were doing a podcast together, and I, it's going to be Ryan and Matt, and this is what they're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that you'd had the, these issues to overcome, Ryan. I thought, well, that's cool that Ryan is helping Matt out with his podcast. <laughs> and then the first episode, because I listened to him in reverse order, and you're talking about you were doing something with baseball, and you went to Baltimore, and you're like, yeah, I was just, just, just high, just completely high and wasted. The entire time I was like, Ryan? Yeah, that was a stigma episode because I was being stigmatized by an employer who I couldn't confess to I was using, and I was so entrapped by the addiction that I didn't know where to turn for help. So the only way to to talk about the help was, again, cryptically. Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people that are ashamed to 
come forward, right, with I have a problem. But I think through all of the stuff, the country has been involved with the opioid crisis. People are now finally starting to realize that it's a disease, not a moral deficiency. I love, I love what Ryan says there because what we're trying to do is normalize recovery. Not necessarily normalize being an addict or alcoholic, but normalize recovery and getting into recovery like there's no shame here in saying I have a problem yep. and I need help and I can't do this K- alone. Casey, I felt like, you know, we talked about like binge watching TV. Mm-hmm. When I got through all the episodes yeah. they've done, I was so mad that it was over right. because I was like, I want I want to hear going. more of these God stories. Yeah, like, keep it, going. It's so great. Matt, you had mentioned all of the horrible and awful things that you had done to your family and your father. And I'm curious, how do you gain their trust back? But more importantly, how do you gain trust back in yourself? Ooh, well, that is a good question, kids. It really it's, it's loaded up. And here's how this works. Um, my recovery process is making a living amends to everybody, which means um, if I jump off again, well, you know, one, it's going to be curtains for me. But two, you know, I, I'm kind of saying to my family that, um, yeah, all the hard work you put into me as well as I put into myself just didn't matter. So making that living amends, if I can be loving, if I can be present, if I can show up, that's part of the deal. And that's part of me saying I'm sorry. And there is a 12-step process mm-hmm. you go through, and we don't talk a lot about that because there's anonymity there. Yeah. And But the living amends, coming into work on time. I'm making an amends to the people that I, I, I used to work with in the newsroom, okay, yeah. that, that when I used to show up late and say, oh, I locked my keys in the truck in my car. That's such BS. I, I overslept. You know, <laughs> come on. I, I, I lied to everybody. It's what we do as alcoholics. But if I'm honest now, having said that, in I don't expect to be forgiven. Uh, we don't, what do you mean by that? I, I don't expect to be forgiven because the process involves me and me trying to be yep. a better person. Nobody has any obligation to forgive me. That's crazy about how yep. much more accountable you guys are than I am to myself. <laughs> because I'm always like, it's everybody else's fault but mine. But, but the first thing they teach in a 12-step program is you get ready to make an amends and then you make the amends, but the first amends you make is to yourself. It's, yes. It's and, that's the the, and that's where the trust in yourself comes in? Correct. Yeah, it's the forgiving of yourself. You can't, I can't forgive you if I don't forgive myself. Mm. Yeah, and, and the thing about this is you have to learn to forgive yourself. I mean, you have to learn it as you want people to be patient with you. You have to be patient with yourself. And that is a hard thing. I mean, even I'm two and a half years sober, over two and a half years sober, and I still don't trust myself on But you probably things. don't put yourself in situations where you know things could go wrong or oh, you're sure more aware of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, I do every day. And I say dumb things every single day. Uh, right. r- Matt Bear and Ryan Hedrick are guests. Just a couple minutes left with them. They've got this fabulous new Supporting Sobriety podcast. Just look it up wherever you get your podcast. It's totally worth a listen. I think you guys have six six episodes. Is that right? Yeah, we're yes. dropping seven next Wednesday. Yeah. We're constantly. It's working like Yellowstone ahead. now. I gotta I gotta know <laughs> what happened next. Right. And, and we're looking. We're 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 really looking for partnerships at this point. In Indianapolis, we're losing four people a day to fentanyl overdoses, which is horrific. Wow. However, um, there are thousands of men and women out there that are recovering. So there's the hope, right? There's the mm-hmm. solution. And, and I think that's a great part of this podcast. Like you said, you guys kind of have a formula where at the beginning of the show, you tell some of the things you've done, but then it transitions into, hey, we're interviewing somebody that's a part of the, the, the you know, 12-step program or yep. sponsors. Or, and I think that's so great because I'm just saying from a broadcasting standpoint, you're totally drawn in about 
what train wreck thing did Matt do this time? And then you're totally hooked and you hear the next thing, which keeps people around for the meat and potatoes of it. And you guys are willing to use your own issues to help other people. And that is like just the greatest thing ever. I, I It's amazing. It's amazing you said that because that's what we're trying to do. We, hey! want, to provide, yeah, we want to provide action steps. We want to give, uh, well, what do you say at the end of every episode, Ryan? Where there's breath, there's hope. And, yeah, and that has to be the formula because nobody wants to listen to a doom and gloom podcast mm-hmm. where all you hear that the reality of addiction is death. Because, yes, there is jails, institutions, and death. You do die from addiction, but people recover, just they like do. me and Matt. Hey, before we go, I just want, I want to say this because I, I have not known Ryan nearly as long as I've known you. But you are, and I tell this to you all the time, you are a an inspiration and and a hope to everybody because where you were and i don't know what the exact time was maybe it was five years ago to where you are now it was like every day we would come in and say i hope matt is at work today and now Mm. i look at you and we just say i hope we look like matt someday (laughs) and and the transformation that you have had is just totally incredible and I love that you guys are doing this podcast, and I hope we pick it up and run it on the radio station. I hope Network Indiana picks it up. I hope it gets nationally syndicated. I hope it gets uh, some partners like they're yeah, seeking. Yeah, I, I just thank, thank you. you guys for the for doing that. Supporting yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Podcast. And if we could do like three episodes a week, that'd be really good for me while I'm working <laughs> What he's out. saying is pick up the pace, guys. Come on. He needs right on. more. He needs more. So it's called Supporting Sobriety, and you can find it where you find your podcast. Thank you, Matt Bear. Thank you, Ryan Hedrick. We appreciate thank you. you. Uh, can I give the Twitter real quick? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, it's at sobriety. Am I getting this right? At sobriety underscore pod. Uh, yeah. At I, sobriety yeah. underscore pod. I thought pod. it was supporting underscores pod, but it's it's not. I don't think it is. I don't have my phone with me. That's I'm right. an alcoholic. I can't remember anything. <laughs> they have hey, a Twitter handle. Like they say, I'll keep coming back. You know? keep coming back. <laughs> Here's what we'll do. We'll check it out during the break, yep. and then when we come back from the break, we'll give out the Twitter handle. Thank you yeah. for the time, guys. You guys are the best. You're yeah, amazing. we love you guys. Thank you to WIBC. We love you too, man. Yeah. Love you. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.